What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Lisa Rands Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Smith, and today I'm joined by Natalie Barbu. Natalie is the host of the Real Real Podcast, which I love. She's a YouTuber, influencer, and now founder of Barbu Agency, where she works with brands and businesses to help with their marketing strategies through social media. We talk about her journey from starting a YouTube channel to now starting her very own business, especially in the time of quarantine. You guys, I actually had my own consultation with her for my podcast, which was incredible. She dropped so much knowledge and it's really helped me. So she truly knows it all. And we actually recorded this episode right before she just came out with her big news of creating a Patreon account, which is a way more affordable way to work with her and get super valuable marketing and branding advice without the one-on-one consultations. So I'll have that link down below along with the rest of her social accounts. Honestly, I find Natalie so inspiring to all the girl bosses out there like me, and we just have such a good discussion. So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy. She's Lisa, and she rants. You are now listening to the Lisa Rants Podcast. Hey, Natalie, thanks for coming on my podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Me too. Um, So we have actually been trying, well, I've been trying to get Natalie on the podcast for a while. I actually wanted to have her in studio here in Boston, but then quarantine happened. So unfortunately, we weren't able to do that. But I'm still glad that she was able to join us today. I'm just so excited to talk. I've been um, a longtime subscriber of Natalie's for like couple years now and I just really love her content and videos and I know you guys will too if you don't already know who she is. So Natalie, can we just talk about like, can you just tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well first thank you for watching my videos and subscribing. Um, But I am a YouTuber as Lisa said. So I am a YouTuber and I've been a YouTuber for about nine years now, which is like mind-blowing to me that it's been that long. I feel like I don't know my life without YouTube, which so that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I started in high school when I was 15. Mm-hmm. And as I got to college, I started taking it a little bit more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to NC State in North Carolina, studied industrial engineering. And all throughout that time, I was still doing YouTube. And then once I got out of college and graduated, I actually got a corporate job. So I had a job at a consulting firm called Accenture and I worked there for nine months and then I quit to do YouTube full time. But I always knew that I didn't just want to do YouTube. I knew that I wanted to do other things. So I do have a podcast as well. Um, And I also have an agency that I started, which that's like what I really wanted to pursue when I was or when I quit my job, I knew I wanted to do something that was just bigger scale and it could expand more. And I always wanted my YouTube to showcase my life. And I didn't want to feel that pressure that like, oh my God, I have to uh, do this amount of brand deals this month, or I have to make this amount of money on YouTube this month. I really wanted to have other streams of income so that it was still a hobby for me. Yeah. So I always want to start my own business. And I, I did like this has always been a dream of mine. So I started Barbu Agency where I do consultations. So I do have like one-on-one consultations with people building their personal brand on social media because I feel like now it you using social media, you can really grow your business, whether that's your 
your brand, like you yourself, like you have a YouTube or podcast, or if you have a business, you can grow it through social media. But also I really wanted to work with businesses on influencer marketing campaigns and PR. So that's kind of where I'm headed with it. Um, that was always the goal from the beginning. So I'm just really excited to start like taking steps to get there. Yeah. And it's so amazing. So you guys have actually done a consultation with Natalie and it was just great. And I feel like that's why I feel like my podcast is on a really fresh, like brand new start. And I'm really excited about where it's going. Just like getting advice from Natalie. So her agency is awesome. And I really, I want to like really dive into that, but I just want to go back for a second because you said that you never just wanted to do YouTube. I find that really interesting. Like, so did you always just see YouTube as just like a hobby? Like you'd never really want it to be your only thing. Yeah. I mean, I just knew that I, like, I love YouTube. Like to me, it is one of the most fun things. I think it's amazing like I'm so thankful and grateful for the opportunities that's given me and I know that it is a business I'm not trying to say that it's not a business and I'm not treating it like one but I always want to do something else like I just to me I feel like what am I vlogging about because I do a lot of vlogs Mm -hmm. what am I vlogging about if I don't have something else like that's just like boring to me I think I would be really bored because I'm just one of those people that is always go 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 and I always like have want to strive for goals and want to hit these numbers and want to you know and like YouTube is not enough for that for my life personally. For other people, awesome. Like, I think that they're really successful on it. But for me, I just wanted to have something else that I could pursue and, like, also be reaching more goals and milestones with that rather than just YouTube. But yeah. I really like YouTube for, like, documenting my journey and my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's amazing. I love your videos too because I feel like, I don't know, you have this. I feel like your videos are a lot different because for me, I go to your channel when I know that I need like inspiration. Like I need to get like my ass in gear. I need to just like, (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like you really, you're so relatable, but at the same time, you provide a lot of value. Like all of your, like I was watching your just podcast video like last week and I was like, whoa, like this is so good. I feel like you give so much valuable information, but then you're also like vlogging and you're just like normal. And like, I don't know, it's just really cool to see someone like you just living their life and going after their goals. And I think that is what really, for me, that's what where you stand out with a lot of like other like vloggers or influencers, because I don't know, I think the value is just different there. So were you always like this? I mean, I feel like for the past like two years that I've been watching you, it's been a lot like this, but like, did you start off YouTube just trying to be like lifestyle or beauty or how did you evolve into like what your content is now, I guess? Yeah. Thank you. First of all, that is so nice. That's always what I'm hoping is to provide value because while I know that every channel is different, like not every channel is meant to provide value. There are some channels that are just meant to entertain or just to watch like on your free time. Like Mm -hmm. I really want to make mine something helpful. Um, but no, I did not start like that. So I started (laughs) with like beauty and fashion and I was a beauty guru, quote unquote, even though I like did not know how to do makeup and was so bad at it. But, uh, yeah, that's how I started. And then (laughs) Once I got to college, I started doing more like tip videos, like here's how to study or here's how to, uh, I don't know, like college application tips and things like that. So I guess that I kind of started providing a little bit more value, but I wasn't vlogging yet because vlogs weren't really popular. And I was just like, 
my life is so boring. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once I started talking about my major, so my major was industrial engineering and I just don't think there's a lot of girls on YouTube that do engineering. So it was kind of different. And a lot of people were really interested in like why I decided to do that, like what that entails. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. Like a lot of people are curious about this. And to me growing up, I was, I didn't think it was strange or I didn't think it was like unique. I was just like, yeah, it's just my major or whatever, like any other major. Um, but I realized that it actually did help a lot of other girls decide to go into STEM. It helped a lot of other girls realize like, okay, this is what it entails. Like I can do it, you know? So from there, I kind of shifted my channel to be more, I don't want to say inspirational, but like kind of where I started vlogging more of my life to show what it's like to actually be in college and like do what I'm doing. And also showing girls that you can have, you can like fashion, you can like makeup, you can make YouTube videos, like lifestyle videos, and you can still also be in STEM and like those two can both coincide at the same time because before that I feel like a lot of people just had stereotypes of like if I go into this major I'm gonna be a huge nerd or something like that you know like yeah. it's just like not I felt like there wasn't a good representation in that I guess um so once I started getting that response I was like okay I'm gonna start showing that like you can do a lot of things that you set your mind to and like you can still be like, like what you like, like do lifestyle videos and have friends and have a social life and whatever. So from there, I kind of, it evolved with that. But like, I always wanted to have my own business. Like ever since I was in high school, I was like, I'm going to own my own business one day. Um, and it's actually funny, this is kind of off topic, but when I was in high school, I started a business and I'm doing air quotes because it was not a business, (laughs) but I started a business in uh, high school of where I was a personal stylist. So I virtually, this is like so funny that I did this. So people would PayPal me $20. That was my fee, 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would get, I would like style them. So I would, they would tell me their budget. Like if their budget was only a hundred dollars, I would go on forever 21 and I would buy a bunch of like cute clothes for that hundred dollar budget for that fit their style and ship it to them. And my fee was $20 for doing that. Mm-hmm. And so I think I had maybe like five clients before I was like, okay, this is too hard because it, people's budgets were so small and yeah. they were expecting an outfit. And I was like, I, I don't, I, I can't do this. I know. But I, like even then I was like always thinking of like what I could do to start something and like be my own boss. So yeah, I think vlogging just came naturally to show people like you can have, you can do it and still like have a normal life. I want to say, mm-hmm. like, I just wanted to, like you were saying how it's relatable content. Like I don't only want to do tip videos and I don't only want to do like, this is how you do this, this, and this. Like I, I like vlogging because it shows my life and it also shows that you can do a lot. Like, I don't know. That was exactly a ramble. I'm so sorry if that missed the point. I mean, we're on the Lisa Rand's podcast, so this is literally what I do, but no, like, just like what you said, I, I agree with you because for me, I was just, when I first discovered your channel, I was just like, wait, oh my God, like she's really out here just doing like everything and I don't know it's really inspired me because I kind of want to talk to you about your journey because you just said that you've always wanted you know your own business and stuff like where did that like I guess confidence or motivation come from like were you just always like this because I feel like a lot of people are scared to go after what they want to do like even for me it took me so long just to start this podcast because I was like do people care what I have to say you know so how do you feel like you've built your confidence or just like your, I don't know, your strive? <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I was younger, I feel like I was not a confident person. Like I was pretty insecure when I was younger, but it was more insecure in like friendships or like the way I looked or like the way I like 
the people that I had in my life or like whatever. Like that was what I was more insecure about. Like I was scared of getting made fun of. But I always did have this confidence of like being able to do whatever I wanted. Like I could, I wanted to be an actress when I was younger. So I like made my parents help me get an agent for acting. And like, I was like, I'm going to be auditioning for things and stuff like that. So that was, I was like nine years old and I was like, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to learn these monologues. I'm going to, I was like video recording myself to like see myself afterwards. And this is when I was nine. Like I was so young. Yeah. Um, But I think my parents just always instilled in us and all of us like you can do whatever you want and it wasn't one of those things that it never had any like limitations like I feel like for example a lot of people are like oh well you're a girl so it might be hard for you to do this but you can still do it they never ever like told me I had any limitations it wasn't like you should do it because you're a girl and you'll be successful it was just like yeah you can do it and like kind of with all of us like me my brother my sister like it was just a very like, yeah, whatever you want, you can do. They didn't place anything on us like, oh, but it might be hard. Like they didn't tell us that. So I think I always just had this confidence that like anyone can do whatever they want. So like mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of just how I started. And they, um, especially like after I started things, like once I started my YouTube and I started getting views, once I started uh, like whatever, like my Instagram and started getting followers or people started commenting, I I realized like I can continue doing this and that gave me confidence. Um, but when I was younger, I did get made fun of for YouTube and like I stopped doing YouTube for like a whole year because of that, you know? So like oh, yeah. it definitely wasn't like all like, oh, I can do whatever. Like, and I would compare myself to people who were bigger than me and all of this stuff. So I think it just comes with, I've started realizing that you need to just start because if you don't start, you're not like, it's not going to happen. Like you can have all the plans in your head. You can have everything, all your goals listed out. But if you don't actually just turn on the camera or if you don't turn on the, oops, sorry, if you don't turn on the microphone, yeah. then none of that's going to happen. So I think for me, it was just that like realization where it's like, what am I doing? Like stopping doing this and like letting other people's opinions like affect my life when I'm not going to reach any of my goals if I don't just do them. So I think that's kind of like how I started. Like I was just like, all right, screw all these people making fun of me. I'm going to do whatever I want. (laughs) Yeah, And I think that's really important to see. Like it really is. And that's actually interesting because I didn't actually know that you, you know, were made fun of on YouTube because I always feel like I look at your channel and your comments, everything's really positive. I'm like, she's unproblematic. Like everyone just likes her. I feel like, I feel like no one hates on you. So it's just interesting. Like, I feel like you just, formed a really good community now and I'm happy to be a part of it so I just think it's really no thank you I mean also though I will say like there are hate comments definitely I just choose to delete them and people sometimes like give you hate even for admitting that like people are like you're deleting all these comments I will say it's probably 0.5% of the comments like maybe on like on most videos I don't even get a single hate comment but like every few videos I'll get a few and then I'll just delete them because if it's not constructive criticism, there's no need for it to be on there. Like if it's just like, you're ugly and you talk, your voice is annoying. Like, why would I have that on there? Or, you know, so it's like, (laughs) exactly that type of stuff I'll delete because it's, it's not constructive criticism. If someone's like, Hey, you're making the same content every single day. it's, It's boring me. Then that's constructive criticism and I'll leave it and like try to do better from it. But yeah, uh, no, there definitely is some haters for yeah. sure and I just try to ignore them but it's definitely hard to ignore them but there are I people know. out there it's yeah. good that you just kept like pushing through though I mean YouTube's like a brutal place I feel like out of any platform like people on YouTube are can be the, the worst <laughs> to me. yeah I think YouTube is the harshest yeah. harshest 
commenters. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So I want to get into Barbu Agency now. Like, what made you want to start? Because this is, I feel like this is so innovative. We don't see like young women really doing this right now a lot. Um, I just want to know what made you want to start your own business like this? Yeah, I mean, I just always wanted to help people again, like providing value. That's what I kind of like made that shift on my YouTube of like, I'm going to start providing value. So with my agency, I was like, how can I provide value and turn it into a business? Like besides from YouTube, in addition to YouTube. So I started thinking like, okay, what am I good at? And I really enjoyed and was good at helping people out with building their YouTube channel, their blog, their personal brand. I think I have a brain that works really well with marketing. Like I feel like I know how to market people and things in a way that's different and unique. So I was like, I'm really good at that. So I think I can make this a business. There's no one on YouTube that is using their knowledge to teach people like as a business. So I was, wait, sorry to cut you off, but you're, you're always so open about everything. Like your videos, like how much you make, how, how you afford to live in New York. Like you give so much to us. Like, it's really awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I was just like, because all of these things were things that I wanted to know. So when, before I was moving to New York, I was looking for like, okay, how much are apartments? What does it look like to live there? And yes, there are videos on that, but I was like, people are so scared to like share how much they're paying for rent. And they're so scared of sharing like, okay, this is the size of my apartment and I'm paying $4,000 for this apartment, you know? And like, yeah, you can look online, but it's different when you see it like on a video and by someone who lives there. Cause it's like, okay, what are they doing? How do they make that work? Um, when I was doing, starting on YouTube, I wanted to know how to make money, but no one was saying how much money they made. So it's all like guesses and speculation. And I started reading articles of like, this is how much money influencers are being paid on an Instagram post. And it was so off. Like, I was like, where are these getting these numbers from? Like, they're so ridiculously low. Like it was the numbers that they were saying was like someone with 10,000 followers or with a hundred thousand followers can get paid up to $500 for a post. I'm like, you can get paid a lot more than that for one post. So like, I was just like, this is such a a false article. I don't know where they're they're getting these numbers from. So I was just like, I'm just going to make a video and share how much I'm getting paid because why not? Like people share their salaries a lot. And I feel like on Glassdoor, there's salaries for everything, but there's nothing for the industry that we're in. So I was just like, I'm just going to start sharing it. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just try to be transparent because it's stuff that I was looking up that no one, no one had on the internet, like even like how to edit on Final Cut. I just wanted one video that would say the entire thing. I don't want to look up every single portion of editing. I just want one video that shares everything. So I tried to make a video on my channel that was, that was that. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's how I tried translating that into the business. So I was like, okay, I can help people out with that one-on-one. I feel like one-on-one help is so much better than just like broad tips, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if people want to have my advice, then they can take it and I'll try to be as helpful as possible. And then with like the agency portion where I'm reaching out to brands, I've just, as an influencer, worked with a lot of brands that I feel like, yeah, they have clients, but like they work with influencers really poorly or like they don't, like it's, it's just a, not a great influencer brand relationship. And I really was like, okay, this is a great space for me to jump in and create those personal relationships with brands as an agency, um, instead of just having it be transactional and like, okay, you're my client. I'll do the work for you. Like I want to build personal relationships with brands because I think that's, what's actually going to like help them more and like consulting them with things too. And like 
explaining to them, okay, this is how you're actually going to get influencers to work with you. And this is how you're actually going to get partnerships. And this is how people are actually going to want to follow your brand, not just because you like post photos of your product and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I kind of just thought of all the things that I wanted to know and that I was good at. And then was like, all right, let's try to make a business out of it. I know. And wait, this is so cheesy, but you're literally giving us the real, real, like you're getting, <laughs> like, even when I, you know, when I met with you, I was just like, it was so personalized and it just really got like gears churning in my head and just like, what's really going to help make my podcast successful and like it worked. So I don't know. It's just really awesome what you're doing. And thank you. how do you get all these ideas? Cause <laughs> Natalie, you have your hand in so many different things. I feel like, like, you're just like, you just try it all. Like the podcast, the YouTube channel, like your business now, like what makes you just keep wanting to try new things? I honestly think it's cause I get really bored easily. Like I know that's a bad answer, but I just get so bored in one place. That's why like quarantine for me, I thought was going to be horrible. And it actually surprisingly has been okay. Mm -hmm. But I think it's because I'm like starting this new thing and I'm pouring all my energy into it. But I I think the thing for me is I always want to do more and I always want to do something different and something that like that either people aren't doing or that I've never done. I want to try it out. And so I just am, whatever idea I have, I like jot it down. And if I can bring it to life, I'll try to bring it to life. And like, sometimes it doesn't work. Like I had an online store, uh, like a year ago and or two years ago. I don't even know. I think think it was like a year and a half ago. It was right when I graduated. I remember you talked about it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So it was right when I graduated college, started this online store and I had to close it down one because I didn't really love it. And two, it wasn't really producing the like revenue that made it worth it. Um, and that was really hard for me to like admit that I had to close that. And like, not that it was that it failed, but that like, it wasn't at the level that I wanted it to be. So like that though was really hard, but at the end of the day, I'm really glad I tried it because now that kind of brought me to my agency of like, this is all the stuff that I like doing for the store, which was like the marketing and the the branding behind it. And I didn't really like the creative stuff, like finding the clothes and the photo shoots. So I was like, okay, what can I use the stuff that I liked and like make it into my own thing? So if I never did the store, I feel like I wouldn't have this agency, which is something that I really love and think it's going to be like going on for a very, very long time. Yeah, for Um, sure. And I don't think it's hard. Oh, sorry. Um, Go ahead. No, I definitely think it's hard too because people are so scared to start because they don't know if it's going to be successful. And I feel like you can't think about it that way. You just have to just keep trying because then you'll, it'll lead you into something you're actually meant to do. You know, like you can't worry about failing. So I think that's right. Also, every single successful person has failed multiple times in their life. Like many, many, many times you just don't really see it. So it's like, don't be scared to start something and fail, kind of like expect to fail, but it's kind of embracing failure as like, I learned so much from this rather than you're not successful. Where do you see Marbu agency heading? Like, I know you just made the Instagram, which is awesome. Like, what is your dream? Like, do you have more things you want to try? Like, what else is going on with you? As of now, I'm very content with just that. Like, I honestly think this is, like, exactly where I was meant to go. And, like, everything that I've done in life kind of has, like, led me to starting this. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's next is I want to keep it small, but I also obviously want to grow it. So I want to have, like, a small agency, like, a small company. I would love, love, love one day to have an office in New York. Like, I was oh, that would say, be Yeah, cool. like, just making it a real, like, 
huge agency would be awesome. Right. So I really want to start just getting more clients. And the thing is, I know it's slow and steady. So I'm kind of embracing the slowness and the steadiness and the, the slow growth, because I know that it can, like, I, I feel like when things grow too quickly, you get overwhelmed. So I'm kind of enjoying how it's like slowly developing. Like I just hired an intern and I'm really excited about that, having her on the team. She's been awesome. And like the fact that I have someone that I'm like is helping me out with this. I'm like, wow, this is legit. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like making me happy that like I'm at the point where I could do that. Um, but yeah, I really want to have an office in New York, continue to get clients, but have it still be small enough where I can continue making those personal relationships with people because I never want to lose sight of that because that's like the whole point of me starting this. Yeah, exactly. And just actually, what you just said about your intern, I when I was watching your like one of your recent quarantine vlogs you're talking about, you know, wanting to hire someone and how, like, interns, like, should get paid, like, no matter what, and I just thought that was a really important message, because I've, I had so many internships where I was just, like, really working hard, and I wanted to get hired, and, like, literally wasn't getting paid anything. Luckily, my university gave me, like, a stipend to, like, help out, but, like, a lot of people don't have that, so I think that's really good that you're able to pay someone, and it's important, so. I mean, I just would feel so beyond guilty if I was like, can you do this, 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 and this, and oh, by the way, you're not getting paid. (laughs) Like, I would just, I don't know how I could tell people to do something for me if they weren't getting paid. Like, I have an assistant that helps me more with, like, YouTube stuff and, like, more of, like, I don't want to say my personal life, but more, like, YouTube and, like, social media, like, of my own individual stuff, and she doesn't work that many hours, but I still pay her for all the hours she works because, like, how could I ask someone to do something for free? Like for me, it's just like mind blowing that those are so widely accepted. Mm -hmm. Just like the free labor is just not cool. (laughs) Not in this economy. Like (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, how do you expect, like, how do you expect them to live unless they have rich parents? Like that's literally the only way. Like I feel, or like, yeah, you get a stipend, but I don't even think like stipends should be a thing. Like, I feel like you should just be paid. Like there shouldn't, there shouldn't <laughs> know, need I'm doing a stipend. job. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I'm glad that you have a stipend. Don't get me wrong. I don't want this to go away. I'm just saying that that shouldn't be something that you need to have because you should be getting paid from your employer. Yeah, exactly. It's like my thought process behind it. Exactly. And do you feel overall, like, have you been more productive during this quarantine or do you feel like has it just been a struggle? Like, how do you feel right now with just the way that things are in the world right now? <laughs> um, so the first week of quarantine was hard. I was just laying in bed literally all day, watching Netflix, watching YouTube, not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now I just feel a lot more productive. And like, I think I've gotten used to it. And I'm at home right now in North Carolina, but I really want to go back to New York because I just want to be in my own space again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And like, I don't know, I just, I, I've been home for too long. I'm like, I need to go it's back hard home. to go back, I feel like. <laughs> right. So I'm like, it, it has been hard adjusting to like this new environment, but I've actually, because I've been so focused on like the agency, it's actually been, I've been more productive. But if I didn't have that, that was like keeping me productive. I feel like I'd be like really mm. like relaxed and like not doing much if I'm being honest. Yeah. I feel like- How about you? Good- um, yeah, no, actually, it was funny because, like, the first three weeks of quarantine, I wasn't working out at all, which was, like, really bad, and because I usually take a lot of spin classes, like, I have, I have class pass, and I take classes all the time, so just for that to completely stop, I was like, I don't want to work out at home, I need classes, I need motivation, and then literally, like, 
I know this sounds corny, but I literally watched your vlog and, like, saw you, like, working out and just, like, doing stuff, and I was like, all right, Lisa, you can't just, like, lay here for a month or, like, two months. I don't even know how many weeks it's been now, but it's just, like, you can't just lay here, and then now I've been, like, doing, like, workouts on Instagram Live, and now I feel like I'm more in a routine and just, like, right. it's way better now, so. It was just that, like, you getting used to it. I think that's all it is. It's, like, getting used to what you're the situation you're in. Yeah. I just really believe in like what you're doing and I just think you're really good like example and someone that people can look to for like motivation especially people like me who just like want to do things but they just don't feel maybe confident enough or just stuff like that so I just think it's good to have people like you out there so thank you so can can you tell us where if we want to work with you where we can find you your social media I'm gonna have all this linked but I just want if you want to tell people yeah, so my website is, so I have two domains that lead you to the same exact website, nataliebarboo.com and barbooagency.com. So whichever one you click on or go to, they'll take you to the same place. Okay. Um, and then my Instagram is nataliebarboo. You can also follow Barboo Agency for tips. It's all like graphics and like really helpful thing, like tips that I'm, I've been trying to do on there. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's it. My YouTube is nataliebarboo also. But if you want to work with me, you can go to my website. Yes, guys, please work with her. You won't regret it. So thank you so much, Natalie. Keep thank you. And I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, don't hesitate to share and tag me on social media at Lisa Rance. And don't forget to subscribe on the Apple Podcast app and leave a review. And if you're a Spotify listener, please follow me. Okay, as always, I love you guys so, so much. I'll talk to you next week. Bye!